0: Welcome to Cruchelle Counseling's Hope Through the Journey podcast. Life is challenging and we're here to help by providing hope through your journey of life. We'll help you create the life balance you want and deserve. Here we talk about all things mental health and so much more in a simple and easy to understand way. Gosh, I really love this music, by the way. It really helped me up for the show. But I digress. I'm Alfred Cruchelle Jr. and I'm here with my sister, who co-hosts along with me? She's a colleague and fellow licensed professional counselor, Lefty Cruchelle. Thanks for being here with me, Let.
1: Oh, <laughs> Al, you know it's always a pleasure. <laughs> oh, let me tell you what, I almost didn't make it today. Really? Why? Uh, let's just say, you know, I'm still working on my relationship with the procrastination <sighs> and and it it's winning a lot, um, but you know, I'm still I'm still in it. I'm yeah. still in the fight plus the lawnmower was at peak performance <laughs> this morning okay. while I was working so that didn't help
0: yeah so so how did that make you feel that
1: you know I'm not gonna lie I was frustrated and annoyed it never fails when I want quiet
0: I get noise we get so- <laughs> So, frustrated and annoyed, huh? Yes. Sounds like a great segue into today's show, don't you think? Wow, (laughs) I can't believe it. We've got another interesting topic that we uh, have to talk about, and I'm glad we are here to do that because it affects every human being on this planet. The emotion and feeling we call anger. Anger. Yeah, frustrated and annoyed is part of being angry. Doesn't hearing the word alone conjure up negative thoughts for all of us? Yeah, anger could be like a trigger word. Very easily. I mean, society has told us that anger is a bad thing and that we should do everything in our power to not be angry. We even hear in conversation with someone else, you're talking to someone and they might say something like, I need to tell you something, but don't get angry. Oh, my favorite. (laughs) Uh, I I cringe when I hear people say that, mainly because you can't tell people how to feel. If they want to feel angry about it, it's okay. It's what we do with the anger that can get you in trouble.
1: Absolutely. You know, it's like you're being set up when someone says, but don't get angry.
0: exactly. Your
1: defense is automatically set in. And my first thought is, don't tell me how to feel or not feel yeah that alone is upsetting so that conversation's not going to be off to a good start you're just waiting for the ball to drop i think there's always been a a taboo on the anger emotion yeah you know early on we learned not to express our anger Mm -hmm. because it was a negative feeling
0: that's what they told us
1: but as a result of that we didn't really learn how to
0: handle the emotion or channel it in a healthy way didn't get a lot of anger management growing up i don't think all right. so, okay, so then let's explore anger in today's podcast, shall we? All right, let's talk about what it is, why we get angry, how it's expressed. Uh, let's, let's give the audience some actionable strategy, strategies and tips on how to manage it, and then talk about why it's so important that we learn to manage our anger. What do you think? Let's do it. All right. We kind of already busted the myth about anger earlier, but here it goes again a little more clearly. Anger, everyone, is a natural emotion, just like happiness, sadness, and all of the other emotions we feel as human beings. That's right. I said it. Anger is normal, natural, and okay to feel. What a relief. Yeah. Maybe news to a lot of people, though.
1: The other thing to remember is that there are stages of anger, and it's important to be able to identify where you are falling in those stages. Because if you're aware of it, you may be able to address and process it before the fuse blows. Does that make
0: sense? Why don't you explain that a little more?
1: A little more in depth? Yeah, in depth. All right. So let's review the stages of anger and what they may look like. Okay. There are four stages. The first stage is what we call the buildup. When we become annoyed or irritated at someone or something. Mm. All right. So that's the buildup. Got it. The second stage is the spark, the trigger that ignites the fuse. The trigger. Like, oh, I don't know, being stuck in traffic when you need to get somewhere or maybe a canceled flight when you're already sitting at the Mm, airport. mm. The third stage is called the explosion. Right. Which is the emotional outburst. And that could come in several ways it could be yelling it could be crying it could be throwing things
0: we see that all over the place mm-hmm. people don't even hold back anymore like you're on you're the, the, the football field on the football, on the football field, field. or store shopping it's, gosh it's uncomfortable
1: very uncomfortable and the final stage is called the aftermath and that's the calm after the storm
0: oh that's where that's where you get a chance to analyze the anger itself you, right. You get a chance to settle your thoughts and process, like, what just happened? Uh, you might start by asking the question, why do I get angry? And the answer is actually pretty simple. We get angry when our expectations are not met. So think about the last time you got angry about something. You expected something to happen, and when it didn't, boom, anger was born. And again, it's completely okay to be angry. But let's look a little deeper into why we get angry, though. There are four reasons why any of us get angry. And these are in no order, but we get angry for one of these four reasons. Okay. Either one, we didn't get what we wanted, right? There's that whole expectation thing again. Didn't get what I wanted. We felt like our self-esteem was being attacked. Ooh. Another reason is that we felt there was an injustice being done. Something wasn't fair. And so we got angry about it. Or finally, we felt a threat of bodily harm. All right, those are, so those are the four reasons why anyone gets angry. So if you go back and take a look at times you got angry, they would fall into one of those categories. And it's important to be able to know why so that you can normalize the feeling. Right. It's interesting. You know, I've spoken with clients about anger and I've asked them why they got angry. And sometimes they don't even remember why, which I find fascinating. Well, you know, sometimes
1: anger can affect what you say or do even before you recognize how you're feeling. You may become so used to the feeling of anger that you don't even notice it. It it just it creeps up because it's become a habit.
0: Oh, bad habit.
1: And anger can come from other emotions that are under the surface emotions that have escalated
0: yeah when we talk about anger we've got to address the words too because we always say that words matter and this is no different from that and what i mean is that anger lives on a spectrum of words so on the one end you have anger words like hurt disappointed while on the other end the opposite end you have words like troubled revengeful violent right so and then there's all the in-between so it's important to see where you are on the anger thermometer, so to speak, and, and take your temperature.
1: Exactly. I like that. The anger thermometer. Yeah. Okay. So imagine, if you will, the anger at different degrees, depending on the situation, where is yeah. your anger falling? Mm-hmm. Again, thinking of the spectrum, from where is it originating? Is it overwhelm, fear, embarrassment? Yeah tired or even hunger you're familiar with the term hangry yeah right yeah i've heard that it's a real thing i've seen it in action and it is not
0: pretty you you know that reminds me of something that uh is seen in uh, aa alcoholics anonymous they have an acronym that they use and it's called halt and it's h-a-l-t and the words stand for hungry angry lonely tired and Aww. and the premise is is that if you if you feel any of these things if you if you feel hungry if you're angry if you're lonely or you're tired then you need to be very careful because these could trigger relapse I think this is Let's what see. I think this is what you're talking about here when when uh, with hungry being a trigger to anger. Is that what you mean by that?
1: Yes, that okay. is exactly yeah. what I mean. I'm okay. gonna share my hangry story, okay? okay? <laughs> all right. I'm gonna try not to name names here. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Cause you know. Anyway, I just remember this one incident. We were shopping. There were four of us mm-hmm. and we were shopping and you know, we were having a good time and everybody's oh, that looks good on you, yeah. all that one of the people that I was with The sweetest person you will ever meet. Sweetest. Yes, yes, yes. Love her. She's always so helpful and she's always... So she was one of the ones, oh, that looks nice. Or what about this color? You know, all this. And all of a sudden, you could just see a change in her. Hmm. But she became a little snippier (laughs) as the the morning wore on a little bit. And I've never seen this side of her. You know, she wouldn't answer questions Hmm. and she was kind of just you know, and then the other person who knows her really, really well said, oh, she's hungry. (laughs) Somebody feed
0: her. Yeah, that
1: is where I realized what hangry truly meant just to see the overall it was like she shut down. So now, you know, when we get together, we're gonna go somewhere. Everybody's like, make sure you have snacks yeah take snacks you know and we we check in we check in (laughs) do we need to stop and eat somewhere
0: no that's good that's a good thing actually (laughs) it's a healthy thing to do but yeah angry it's a real thing like you said more people than not suffer through angry (laughs) all right so back to the anger thermometer and with the anger thermometer we know two things to be true one is that we are able to manage our anger better if we're on the low end in that hurt, disappointed side of, right. the, of the spectrum, then if we start at the other end, right, obviously, <laughs> the other thing that we know is true, we haven't mentioned this yet, but your mood before you get angry can have an impact on how we express our anger.
1: Absolutely.
0: If we're in a good mood, then we'll be in a better position to manage our anger than if we were in a bad mood before we got angry. So check your mood.
1: Okay. So earlier I mentioned the stages of anger that we experienced. Now let's talk about how we may process our anger. And this is going to be different for everyone. Yeah. According to a 2022 article in the American Psychological Association, people use a variety of both conscious and unconscious processes to deal with angry feelings. Okay. The three main approaches are expressing, suppressing, and calming. Okay. Let me give you the definition. Let's go. All right. Expressing your angry feelings in an assertive manner is the healthiest way to express anger. So by expressing your anger, you make it clear what your needs are and how to get those needs met without hurting the other person. So when we talk about being assertive, you don't have to be pushy or demanding. It just means being respectful of yourself and others. What does that sound like to you,
0: Al? Boundaries, exactly. just, just Very, very recent.
1: Setting your boundaries. Yeah. All right. Suppressing anger means you hold it in, you stop thinking about it, and focus on something positive. So the aim here is to inhibit or restrain the anger and turn it into constructive behavior. Okay. Okay. But the danger with this is that if you don't find a way to express it outwardly. Where's it going to go? Inside. You're going to internalize the anger. So unexpressed anger or suppressed anger sets off other problems. I can see that. You can become passive aggressive. You know, you're getting back at people Mm. indirectly with comments that you make Mm. without telling them why instead of addressing the problem head on. Or you develop a personality that is cynical and hostile, always being critical. Yeah. Not someone that I would want to spend my time around.
0: No, I'm not a big fan of suppressing anger either. It's it's not healthy.
1: Oh, yeah. You shouldn't suppress your anger. No. Right. Mm -hmm. And finally, (laughs) sorry, everyone. I was just remembering a time. (laughs) I won't say it. He didn't suppress his anger. (laughs) And finally, the calming approach. This means not just controlling your outward behavior, but also controlling your internal responses. Mm. This is where your awareness of those stages of anger comes in. You're able to lower your heart rate, calm yourself down, and let the feeling subside.
0: The, those are really interesting. Um, how we express our anger it varies from person to person. Uh, we can imagine, right? And a lot of times, right. we can see that outward. We, we see that outward expression of anger. It, it communicates that this person is angry, and we should probably give them some space.
1: Exactly. You know, it goes back to reading the room. Mm -hmm. Right. It's like know your audience, check your surroundings, what's happening in the moment, you know, and we also and, and I say that what's happening because you also have to think about those people who internalize the anger. Yeah.
0: And that's and that's a problem. All right. So if someone you know has told you that you have anger issues... Or you just want to be a better manager of your emotions. Now, we're going to explore specific strategies and techniques to help you do just that with your anger.
1: All right. So I would say, first and foremost, the recommendation that we give is to know your triggers. Mm. Anger triggers are the things that set you off. Make a list as a reminder that you can reference. Read it daily so that you have it in your mind and you're, you become more familiar yeah. with what your triggers are so you're more aware if they're going to become a problem or not yes the other thing is because we can't always avoid our triggers we're better prepared to deal with a situation okay okay so if you know that you're you ask your child clean your room clean your room and you walk by and you see the messiness you know that that's going to set you that's your trigger shut the door Oh. Just shut the door.
0: Yeah. You know, I have, I, I'm a big oh. like turn the lights off person. Right. I used to get really upset, triggered by the lights in the, the house upstairs being on. Uh-huh. And I would just get really upset and I'd march up the stairs <laughs> and I'd turn them off. But I like, checked my triggers and i i really just kind of changed it a little bit and i thought well you know i'm really getting some good exercise by this so why don't i just think about think of it as getting good exercise right not so much as a trigger so i kind of changed it a little bit turned the negative to a positive exactly yes turn the negative into a positive yeah
1: well that's a really great way to look at it you know and that's the thing is is and that's one of the the tips you know how how can you turn it around You know, how do you how do you turn something like that around? We're able to process our thoughts, our emotions and our behaviors. They all work together. Maybe you find that you need to change the way you think in order to handle anger in a healthier way. Oh,
0: I I absolutely love this changing your thinking, cognitive restructuring or reframing strategies, what it's called, part of CBT. And that's a super powerful technique because it requires thinking differently about a situation in a way that you normally wouldn't have. And when you do that, it gives you a completely different perspective about the situation. So really taking the feeling in a different trajectory it also changes the behavior to something much more manageable. So I love this. And I share it with clients all the time, cognitive restructuring and reframing. It it works great. It's awesome.
1: And it, it has to do with your outlook. It yeah. changes your outlook. Yeah. It's not easy. No, no, no. work, but you really have to make a conscious effort. You know, I want to see these changes. Yes. So here's another one. All right. And I can't stress this one enough. Communication. Improve yeah. your communication skills. Yeah. We've yeah. talked about this before. We have. When our anger gets the better of us, we lash out. And sometimes we say unkind and hurtful things because yeah. it's the first thing that pops into our yeah, head. We do. Try to stop and listen before reacting. Then think carefully about what you want to say and how you're going to say it. Remember that words do hurt and you can't take them back. Yeah. Take a time out to step away from the situation if you can with the promise of coming back to continue the conversation.
0: Yeah. And finish the conversation, right? Mm -hmm. Another great strategy you can use is self-talk. This is another one I really I love to talk to clients about and love to use myself, too. Uh, we can tell ourselves things that will motivate us to work towards managing our anger mm-hmm. with self-talk. Uh, some things you might tell yourself are, I must not give myself permission to do something negative because I'm angry. See, people rationalize this and they, and they say, well, I'm angry, so I'm going to do something negative and destructive. And, and we can't do that. We can say, yes, I can help it right? Because people say, I can't help it. I can't help it. I can't help it. Yes, I can help it. And if we self-talk that, then we will be able to uh, manage it. I'm in control of my emotions is another thing you can say. I am in control of my emotions. My emotions do not control me. That's a hard one. It is a hard hard, one, but but these are mantras, right? These are things that we tell ourselves over and over again so that it can motivate us to to manage our anger. Mm. Here's another one. I can say, nobody makes me do it. I choose to do it. It's a choice. I choose to do it. The alternatives to managing my anger is destructive. I I can lose my freedom and end up in jail if I don't control my anger. The
1: extreme, right. It goes to the extreme, right.
0: Because I'm in jail, I can lose my job. And if if I'm in jail, I lose my job. I can also lose my family. And so I can lose everything if I'm not able to manage my anger. So even though it's hard to manage my anger, it is the best choice I can make. And I think that's pretty powerful.
1: That's right. You know, I going back to that positive self-talk, I mean, I'm yeah. somebody also that just recommends that, you know, just just for yourself. The more yeah. that we practice the self-talk, the better we feel about ourselves. Yeah. That's our self-esteem. You know, our self-esteem goes higher.
0: Which helps us manage our anger. Right. Uh, And the better we
1: feel about ourselves, the better our mood is. Is that good mood? And the better our mood is, Mm -hmm. the better we're able to deal with our emotions and handle people and situations that come our way. Yeah. So here's the thing. Anger is a normal human emotion. How you handle your anger makes all the difference in how a situation progresses. If you occasionally find yourself getting angry or losing it, by doing or saying things that you later regret, there's good news. Mm. The good news is that you can change how you respond to feelings of anger. Yeah. Remember to check yourself, monitor your feelings, Mm -hmm. identify them and monitor them. Mm -hmm. Avoid triggers when you can have a plan. Yeah. And above all else, give yourself grace and patience. Can't forget that. Celebrate small successes. Recognize situations when you calmly exited or avoided an angry display of emotions. You handled your feelings successfully. Give yourself a high five. As you learn to manage your (laughs) anger, you'll feel more self-confidence and contentment in your life. And who doesn't want a little more happy in their lives?
0: Yeah, that's all all selling good. Well said. Thank you. Anger, you know? One of those things that you just, you experience, right? We, we experience, experience the feelings of anger, but manage it just like everything else. Right. Right. We <laughs> hope you've been able to learn and pick up some valuable information about anger and how to manage it a little bit better. Look, we all need to work on managing our anger. It's a daily process, but so worth it. I know it helps me in my daily life, and I'm sure it will help you too. We want to thank you all so much for joining us for today's podcast. If you enjoyed it, please submit a review to let others know all about it. Hit the subscribe button and don't miss out on future episodes either. Also, please subscribe to our blog if you haven't already on our website at chrischellcounseling.com, C-R-I-X-E-L-L, counseling.com for more mental health tips. Social media, if that's your thing, I'm on Instagram at alfred. Let where can people find you on the Insta? <laughs>
1: Mine is Anna Crichelle. If you haven't started following us yet, please go follow us right now. Once again, thank you for taking time to listen to our podcast. Keep coming back for more. We'll be here.
0: That's right. Thanks so much, Lev, for sharing a little bit of you on the podcast today. Life is a journey, everyone. Thank you again for allowing us to share a little piece of our life with you. Remember, you're not alone. We're in this together. We got this. Talk soon. Goodbye.